Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, welcome back to the Walkie Talkie podcast, podcast about my walk with Christ, my life, and just everything that goes on in between that. I hope you're here enjoying this podcast. If you are, thanks for listening. Quick shout out to our sponsor, Jesus Christ, for making all this possible. Without him, none of this would be possible. And he gives out a free offer to all of our listeners. If you repent and believe in him, he'll give you salvation. And that's a free offer that that's a free offer that's everlasting that he won't ever take back. So take advantage of that now, and it'll never go away. Thanks to the man Jesus Christ for making all this possible. Let's get into the podcast. Lord, we just thank you for today. Thank you for maturity, growth, helping us hear the things that we don't want to hear. People that you put in our lives and allowing us to just grow. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and for preserving us so that we didn't have to face the destruction that we deserved, God. Uh, you're good and you're holy. We give our lives to you. Let everything that I say on here just be a representation of you, God, and, and not of my flesh. Uh, thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know if I've spoken on this yet, but I will be joining the Army soon. And I finally got a call from my recruiter this morning saying that I can finally enlist on Thursday. So that's something that's really awesome. It's exciting. Finally moving forward in life and going to be able to take the next steps towards career and what all that looks like, you know, I've I've had a long struggle in my walk, you know, trying to determine what's good, what's the Lord's will, what's pleasing to Him. Should I do something that is, you know, should I further my career in a worldly version of success, or should I just drop everything, give everything up, and follow ministry? Because I think there are certain times where that's necessary. And this is the path that he's led me down so far. I've just been praying if it's what he wants me to do, that he close the door. If it's not what he wants me to do, then just to keep opening the doors and allowing me to walk through it. And that's just exciting because ever since I became a Christian, I've had a zeal, a passion to preach and to talk about God. Philippians 3.17 is a verse I heard when I was in service this Sunday. And I was like, dude, that's such a good verse to apply to practicing what we preach because it can be hard sometimes. It can be hard a lot of times. When you're passionate about the Word of God, when you want to talk about it, which is something that I love to do, it's so easy to just get caught up in talking about it and we forget to walk it out, right? Philippians 3.17, Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. Which is so great because Paul, you know, who's writing Philippians, which is supposedly the most joyful book or usually considered the most joyful book of the New Testament, is sitting here writing about, hey, you know, he doesn't necessarily say it this way, but he's basically saying like, hey, I know that I preach, I know that I talk a lot, but it's not all just about talking about it, it's about walking it out. So hey, you who I'm preaching to, imitate me. He's making it clear that he's walking this out as he should, and he's saying imitate me because he knows if people imitate him, they're going to be imitating Christ. You know, Paul was aware with a certain amount of humility that he imitated Christ in the way that he was supposed to. And he was saying, hey, look at me, imitate me, because if you imitate me, you're going to be practicing it and not just preaching it. That's important for anybody as a Christian to know, and especially a pastor. Practicing what I preach has been something that I've been learning as I've been walking, as I've been growing with Christ. So it's been real fruitful. It's been real awesome. Another takeaway that I've gotten from life lately is that it's not fake to be sad and joyful at the same time. Because I was listening to a John Piper podcast a while back, a couple weeks ago while I was at work, and he was talking about how we can have joy even when we're sad or depressed or going through something. And in those moments where we're, we're heavy and we're weary, 
Christ will give us the strength and he'll give us the joy, right? He'll give us the joy that we need. What was kind of in the back of my mind this whole time, if I'm being honest, was like, that sounds kind of fake. That sounds, sounds kind of like a worldly way of dealing with things. I took all that stuff and I prayed about it. And I was just like, God, can you just show me what that means? Because I felt like I understood it. I felt I wanted to believe it. Something just in me and my spirit was like, it just agreed with what John Piper was saying. But I just still wanted wisdom and understanding. And so these past couple of weeks, I've been going through situations where I've been really stressed and I've had a lot on my mind and I've been really distracted. But at the same time, I've also been really just doing whatever I can to is just drag my attention back on God, drag my attention back on the things of God, back on things that are pure and holy and good that the Lord would want us to think about, right? Back on trying to find that joy no matter what my emotions are telling me or how depressed I'm feeling, just focusing on that joy that I know can be found in Jesus and not trying to over-exaggerate the emotions that I'm feeling in order to be caught in this big cloud of just drama within myself, as I often used to do. And I found myself in a place where I was stressed. I was going through emotions. I was feeling sad and almost not not in a bad way, because sometimes we use the word depressed and it sounds heavy, but in a sense, I was feeling depressed and I was feeling just just really heavy in my spirit in a, in a downtrodden sort of way yet I was still able to have joy at work, joy when I was cleaning pools, joy when I was talking to my friends. But also, just in this almost paradoxic kind of way, I would also talk to my friends about what I was going through. It wasn't all about being sad. We could move on five minutes later and talk about something else, and I was in a good mood. And it's just this this weird, crazy aspect of being human and being a follower of Christ that, you know, no matter what we're going through, there's still a joy. And that doesn't mean you're not going through anything, but that means you can still have joy even while you're going through things. And you don't always have to express that you're going through things when you're around people because you can have that joy, but you're also able to healthily, in a healthy way, express what you're going through to the people that care about you at the right times. <laughs> like, it, it's just a crazy thing. God has been bearing that fruit in my life. The Holy Spirit in me has been bearing that fruit in my life. Social media is toxic. <laughs> no matter how happy social media is, no matter how much I learn and I grow, I get on social media and it just drags me down. You know, I'm not really worried about what people are posting. What makes it, what's been making it toxic for me is I'll just get on there and I'll mindlessly scroll for hours and do nothing and do nothing. I'm like, dude, I could be sitting here reading the word for these hours, allow that to bear fruit in my life. I could be learning new things about God, be talking to my friends that I haven't talked to in a couple days that I've been meaning to talk to and telling myself to talk to. I could be praying for these hours at a time. I could be praying for the needs of the people in my life that I care about and even for the people that I may not even know. And it's it's been taking away a lot of my discipline. It's been taking away a lot of my energy. You know, I get home because I'm tired from the work that I do for my job and then I know I should do things that are healthy for me, like reading the Bible or praying or talking to my friends first, you know, about important things or budgeting, making a budget so I can say better. But I'm just so tired. I just want to get on my phone and scroll for hours and hours. And it's just so unhealthy. Um, this is not me claiming I'm getting off it forever because I think that's dumb. I used to do that all the time. I would tell everybody when I was leaving social media, I'd be like, you know what, guys, this is my final statement. Like this, is <laughs> that's not what I'm saying here. I just think, you know, it's good to distance yourself from social media because it can really drag you down. It's toxic. I have another buddy that told me he was getting off it for a while too recently, you know, and he was just like, man, I just need to get off it. And he's going to the army too. I think we're going to be swearing it at the same time. And he was just like probably not gonna get back on until after basics i was like bro go for it probably be really good for you it will be really good for you social media can be really toxic and it's really good to just take those breaks 
you know, I know I need to more. Oh my gosh, I need to read more. And I'm not talking about the Bible. I read the Bible a good amount. I could read the Bible more, but I'm talking about just books. I haven't read a good book in a while, and I every time I do, too, I pick up a book. I read a couple, a couple of days. I'm like, yeah, I feel good myself. I'm really doing it. Days later, I've already forgotten about it, or I haven't forgotten about it, and I feel convicted about it. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get back to that book. And then a week goes by and I've already forgotten about it. And then I look at the book on my desk. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to be reading that. <laughs> in the army, I'll have enough downtime. I'll do things, but not enough downtime to where I offer do unimportant things. So it'll kind of force me to just do something that's healthy for a good 10 or 30 minutes. Until I get a goal to just dedicate that to reading. Dedicate those times to just reading a good book, you know, a Bible time. I'm gonna make you know we gotta make time for God all the time. But just aside from that, also trying to find time for books because I have so many books on my desk. I keep buying these books from Barnes and Nobles. Like I even have my Barnes and Noble gold card. My I had a friend. I went to freaking Torchy's Tacos last night with my church group, and people like I always put my wallet on the table because it's one of those thin wallets. And one of my friends picks it up and she goes, "Oh, you got the Barnes and Noble gold card? The, yo, so bad. I don't even." read the books that I buy from Barnes and Noble. I use it and then I don't even buy read the books I buy. And so I need to read these freaking books. I have these big fat history books that I bought that I need to read. But before I even get to those because they're so intimidating, they're so, they're like 700 pages long. The the print is like one size print on there. Those I want to get to these other books over here. I have a couple of books. I'm not so sure how I feel about reading those books because feel about his teachings but we'll get there we'll get there eventually we'll see how it goes i have oh this by timothy keller the main concept of it is basically whether conscience or not is not important when we forgive self and we live disguised and serve others no matter what or how it is we because god is a judge no one else is going to judge us but god and doing something totally against god's word and have a clear conscience right something totally for it and not have a clear conscience but is that i forget about myself stop worrying about all the things and the emotions that are going on inside of me and just serve because our ego is what leads to all of our issues and when i forget about myself when i forget about all the things that my mind is telling me or how bad i think i am or how good i think i am and i just serve because i love god and i love people that's when i'll find life that's when i'll find joy that's pretty much the premise of the book and he, he, on a more in-depth level, which if that's all you needed to hear, great. But he talks about that on a much more in-depth level. And it's not a real big book. So it is in-depth, but it's a 40-page book. Really good. I've read it because, you know, 40 pages. So I can say I read a book. <laughs> and he uses scripture that he bases it on this 40-page book off of. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21 through chapter 4, verse 7. And it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I think he get, did a very well job of getting the point across. Very well spoken. Timothy Keller, a good author. Read it. Test everything for yourself. Of course, don't rely on my word or any pastor's word. Even if you think they're the best, rely on God's word and what he says to you through that, as well as the wise people that God has put in your life to rely on. That's it. Like I said, I wanted to keep this one sweet and short. Had deep stuff to talk about. Not a lot, but I felt like it was some good deep stuff. And I pray that it could edify you, edify your walk, and edify your life in Jesus' name. With that being said, I will pray it out real quick. Thank you for listening.
God, we thank you for today. Thank you for the people that hear this podcast. I pray that you can continue to work on me so that I can speak about the things that you're doing in my life to share with other people as a testimony of what you're doing, that it can encourage other people and their walk, that it can encourage their faith. It can encourage just abundance in every area of their life, whatever that looks like. And however that means, whatever that means you're going to do for them, God, just increase in abundance in every, every area of their life um, according to your will. God, thank you again for today. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your goodness, your holiness, your just, your mercy, your kindness.